You're listening to Comedy Central. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Please welcome David Chang. Welcome, sir. Excited to be here. Welcome to the show. Glad that you're here. Disappointed you didn't bring any fried chicken with you. Uh, I'm addicted to a lot of your food, and so many other people are. Uh, this Netflix series has started off with a bang. People are loving it. Why the title? Ugly Delicious. Well, as you saw in that clip, I uh, grew up eating really well. My mom cooked a lot of Korean things, and growing up in Northern Virginia, it wasn't that cool. In fact, I was like the butt of many jokes. So. When I started cooking professionally, those were the foods that I never wanted to touch because I was ashamed of it or I just oh, wow. didn't want to like embrace it. And that sort of enca encapsulates a lot of the foods that I think are truly delicious but may not, may not be cool or is, uh, looks good on a photograph sometimes. Right, right, you know? right. Like a curry is a perfect example. A bowl of curry is so good but isn't something that's going to be on the cover of a magazine. And for you growing up, your food was a part of your culture, but it was also something that people used to tease you about. Do you think that that's, that's a big part of food, is the cultural identity that comes with it? Absolutely, because we're at a, a not a crossroads, but food is pop, more popular than ever before, and it sort of intersects so many different parts of culture throughout the world. Right. So in so many ways, you know, creating the show with Morgan Neville and Eddie Schmidt, we decided that food could be sort of a Trojan horse to talk about many of the great things in culture and many of the bad things in culture. Right, like, for instance, with um, Chinese food. Uh, there's an episode where you delve into Chinese food, and it feels like it's less about the Chinese food itself and about how uh, Chinese people in America have had to assimilate and what, what that means and how the food has had to assimilate in many ways to fit in with American culture. What, like, what did you learn in that experience when looking at Chinese food on its own in America? I mean, it goes all the way back to when they came to work on the railroads and how they were marginalized way back then in the 1890s or so. And without getting too much in the history, I feel like as delicious as Chinese food is, and it's like the most prevalent kind of food throughout the world, it right. seems, uh, it's never been seen as like as cool as other European cuisines. Right. And quite frankly, I think that there's been a lot of sort of hidden racism in how people perceive not just Chinese food, like basically anything that's like different than the mainstream America, right? You see that with MSG or how people see like cheap meats in Asian restaurants, right. Chinese yeah. restaurants. And a lot of that's not true, right? They're just, um, you know, not even misperceptions. They're just wrong, right? 
It's interesting that you bring up racism with regards to food because those are stereotypes that you see, you know, rearing their ugly heads all over the world. You know, people go, oh, watermelon, black people, and, and chicken, black people, and they'll be like, oh, you eat this type of food if you're Asian, and you, you eat this. There are certain ideas that come from food. There are certain stories that are told by the food. There's an episode where you talk about fried chicken, and what I loved is in the story, you know, you're out in the South. You're meeting with people who cook fried chicken, white people who make fried chicken. Did you find that it was interesting to speak to people about where the chicken came from, how it came to be popularized, and how they saw the story as it related to the food? Absolutely, and I think first and foremost about fried chicken, it's a story that, you know, a lot of people don't know about. Everyone, I think, that eats chicken will find it to be, a fried chicken to be delicious. Right. Like, again, the world over almost. But the story of how it was born out of oppression and slavery, for right. the most part, the, the fried chicken that we all most are commonly associated with, that's a really tough story to tell, right? And if we can't talk about fried chicken, how are we supposed to talk about other things that are problematic? Right, right, right. So, um, and going back to the, so the, the popularity of fried chicken shops, there's a scene where I'm talking to my friends, really, and um, questioning them, the same questions I'd ask, answer myself, and the reality is it's like, it's a, it's a responsibility that I think today in 2018 that we should know more about and we should talk about. And it's, uh, it's not easy to talk about. Right. I mean, I, I think you have to watch the episode because I think we're not trying to answer anything. We're just trying to start the conversation about right. that. Because it's just too dense of a topic. Do you, do you feel like that's something people could do, like at restaurants, like the waiter should have to tell you about the history of the food when they give it to you? So you should be like, what are you gonna have? I'll have the fried chicken. Let me tell you about slavery and oppression. <laughs> Like, this chicken over here comes from a long history of people being oppressed, and you're like, mm, I'm gonna go with the rice. Can I go with the rice? <laughs> no, it's, it's not about that. I, I mean, certainly it could be, but we live in a world where there's so much information at your fingertips. Like, why not go down that rabbit hole right. just a little bit? And, you know, there's a scene in, in that fried chicken episode where it's not about fried chicken, where I say to David Simon, great director of The Wire, where I'm like, hey, I would have a problem if someone that's not Korean starts making kimchi. Right. And he sort of smacks me down, being like, you're an idiot, right? Like, America is about cultural appropriation when it's done, like, very well, if right. that makes any sense. And I, I thought about that, and I was like, man, he's absolutely right in the sense that the only way I'm going to get this person that's making kimchi to appreciate kimchi is to let them go down the rabbit hole. Right, right, and, right. And maybe they're going to be the biggest advocate of it, but if I'm there judging them, saying, like, you can't do this, right. why, then I'm not making any progress there. So I feel the same way about fried chicken, and I think that I could have been that, that fried chicken shop down in Nashville because I love hot fried chicken so much. Of right. course, the first thing you want to do is pay homage, but we, it's a problem sometimes, right? It's a, what happens if you start killing the very thing that inspired you? Right, that's really interesting. And that's, I think, what the show does. It asks questions, it starts conversations, and most importantly, it makes me hungry as <laughs> shit. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, Trevor. Amazing to have you here. Ugly Delicious is available on Netflix now. David Chang, everybody. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 
you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 